The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Larson, where are you from? Where are you uh, hailing from today? Well, you know, last week I was young boy. I've graduated from young boy. I am now on excursion. I believe I'm in uh, Ring of Honor now. If this uh, backdrop, I mean, if this arena is to be believed, um, and so I will be learning uh, the finer points professional wrestling from Ring of Honor for the foreseeable future. Oh, very good. I went by the office this weekend, and uh, it's in one of my, one of my bag, one of my Winco giant bags over there that I was using to transport some stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I got, I forgot, I I had won the interim title too, so I'm Steve Two Belts. I'm going to put the second belt up on this thing uh, tomorrow or tonight for our raw review. So all, right. can, all my wares, all my accolades can be shown off and displayed uh, because from now on, predictions are you're, we're fighting over two belts now. I guess so. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so uh, real quick, let's try to get this one up to 700 likes. If you want to listen to our mailbag section, it's the audio portion of this that's going live uh, today, the same time as this is on YouTube. So check that out. And, yes, please. Uh, yeah, but first of all, Larson, what's in the news? What's in the news? Uh, we've been watching some empty arena wrestling to various levels of enjoyment, and uh, that could be the case for a very long time, uh, even with some states and even the president talking about opening uh, the U.S. up for business as early <laughs> yeah, as beginning yeah, of May. You yeah, <sighs> can't listen to anything that guy says. No. Anyways, go ahead, Larson. Uh, despite the warnings of scientists saying, hey, don't do that, um, and they out. got Major League Baseball tossed around uh, this crazy idea of how to start their own season by like moving everything to Arizona and Florida and just like keeping all the teams in isolation at a hotel. It's just not going to work anyway. How serious are they about that? Is that just like one of the rumored ideas being thrown around, or is that like? Uh, I think it was uh, like actually put together a proposal. But oh I mean, my gosh! I think it was laughed, laughed off as nonsense. Anyway, Sports Illustrated inter- interviewed Zach Binney. He's a PhD of epidemiology. Um, about when stadiums and arenas may open up again for live sports, and that would be including the pro wrestling. And uh, his assessment isn't terribly promising for those (laughs) eager for a return, saying, quote, we will not have sporting events with fans until we have a vaccine. And that's a process that can take uh, anywhere between 12 and 18 months. Um, And, uh, you know, you can develop it. You still got to test it for like a year. Yeah. Um, to yeah. make sure the, the 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 vaccine alone doesn't kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just because they have a vaccine that seems to work in labs and they inject in people, the short term seems to work. You got to wait a while. Make sure the vaccine alone isn't harmful to human beings. Yeah, no kidding. So it's a long process. Um, you know, this isn't the first time you've heard this. That uh, uh, at least the vaccine aspect is uh, that's a year to year and a half process from uh, uh, you know. Uh, seemingly invention to uh, implementation, allow enough time for testing, uh, manufacturing on the large enough scale to uh, vaccinate everybody. Yeah. It's like 7 billion people you got to give the shot to. Um, And, uh, you know, even if 
we flatten the curve and say by end of summer, um, uh, new infections are, uh, are, are relatively low, uh, and maybe in some parts of the country, uh, not happening. It doesn't mean there can't be a flare up again. Yeah. Um, I like the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the phrase they used here. Oh, where is it? It was something, it was something, uh, so, something bomb. Where is it? Oh yeah. About the, the soccer match in, uh, in, in Italy. Yeah. Um, in that region of the country where they got hit hardest, apparently they had a soccer match and they didn't do it in front of an empty, uh, uh crowd. And they say that's one of the things that just led to the, it spreading like, you know, yeah. Biological anyway. bomb is what they called it. Yeah. yeah. Get all those people together. You know, I was actually kind of, uh, th- this is very, this is very interesting stuff and, and it, and it paints a grim picture for large sporting events like this. So, I mean, it, it this could very well be the case. I, I, I was kind of disappointed the article didn't start diving into it wasn't a bit more exhaustive in terms of there is a scale, I would imagine, you know, like at what point do you consider it a biological bomb? 20 people, 100 people, a thousand people. At what point would it be safe to say, OK, well, we can have X number of people in a venue because obviously, look, from from what we've seen with AEW. I'd rather see it's more exciting when there's 10 people in attendance versus none. It and and it, and it goes up. It, it the, the more people, the more bodies you have, the higher uh the enjoyment level is. And and again, this is I'm strictly speaking from a selfish fan point of view in terms of when can we start enjoying this stuff again? When is it going to not be stupid looking gym workouts? You love um, that phrase from Melser. You love that so much. I do. I really do. Uh but, you know, I, I think that it would be interesting to hear somebody uh, like, a you know, uh, an epidemiologist talk about, well, at a certain point, you know, if you have 100 people under really controlled circumstances, it's not the end of the world, um, especially because like so for I, I don't know if the NBA, I mean, obviously all these sports are going to be looking into this um, and they're going to be looking into, you know, well, if we get our own players under controlled environments is it possible then to run empty arena for TV, um, uh, this, which which course, I'd be cool with? I mean, I, I because it's it's legitimate, you know, um, the, this particular article towards the end goes into how fraught even that sort of plan is, because that's because I guess the NBA was considering moving games to Vegas and mm-hmm. uh, just doing the seasons there. But, this, you know, you, you have to do a thing where you have everybody come in. They're in isolation for, for two weeks before you even start game number one to make sure everybody's free and clear. You got to test constantly you got to keep everybody players staff trainers people work at the hotel drivers everybody everybody in isolation for the duration of the season Mm -hmm. um and uh, you have to pay people probably again this is all stuff this article brought up as as potential issues paid people extra uh for for keeping them in isolation away from their families uh potentially um and then if uh and when they say isolation, they mean complete and total. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have friends come over. You can't do, you got to stay amongst your teammates and everybody else who's at, you know, say you, you, you run out of a whole hotel or whatever. You got to stay there. Mm-hmm. You go from the games, you go back to the hotel, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if for somehow that virus gets in there and someone tests positive, then you got to shut everything down for at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. Before you have any hope of maybe bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting it's, stuff. I wonder where, I wonder what the, what the, you know, what the shades of gray are in it, though, and I feel like it, it, every article has its own its own sort of. And look, I I I I totally agree with everything they're saying in the article. 
Um, but it also definitely has its its point of view to uh, for for you know for one phrase you can use. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of curious in terms of of you know once it because you know there there are some areas where the numbers are looking not terrible right now, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so I am kind of curious as to. Where the WWE's gonna go with this? Did you see that awesome PSA that WWE did today? They put out through WWE community's Twitter, and it's all the WWE uh, superstars saying, you "Wash your hands and don't touch your face. Stay home. Don't touch your face. No contact with people." I'm like, how do they not know? How do they, how do they not? How do they not? I guarantee you. Look, man, WWE wrestlers. They. I, for the most part, I think they're probably pretty smart people. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. And so, like, the fa- I guarantee you, the vast majority of the people are like, should we really be doing Okay, fine, I'll just do it, whatever. You know what I mean? What the hell? And then Stephanie McMahon with her tweet this morning attributed a quote to Vince McMahon to her dad, and it was like, you know, you have to think non-traditionally in traditional times. Or under traditional circumstances, and it was like it was like hashtag Monday motivation, and what I'm like, hell? you guys have your heads stuff to John Cena. You guys have yeah, exactly. You guys have your heads so far up your asses. Oh, great! It's her. Yeah, she retweeted the community one, and then yeah, you can't think traditionally in a non-traditional world. Vince McMahon motivational Monday. Get out of here with that. <sighs> anyway, speaking of which, what a great segue! Yeah. Because now let's talk about uh, the Vince's insistence on uh, continuing live doing shows. Live. Yeah, doing it live. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, we discussed reports that WWE were going ahead with live tapings of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT going forward, despite a worldwide pandemic, and despite, uh, as we talked about later on that day, a positive COVID-19 test within the company. Uh, Well, WWE issued a statement over the weekend kind of explaining why they're going to continue producing live content, and it read, quote, we believe it is now, these immediately, we believe. These, uh, it is now more important than ever to provide people with a diversion from these hard times. Wow, WWE, it's, it's so nice of wow. you to do this. Th- thanks for thanks for doing that for me. <laughs> they continue. We are producing content on a closed set with only essential personnel in attendance, following appropriate guidelines while taking additional precautions to ensure the health and wellness of our performers and staff as a brand that has been woven into the fabric of society. Oh, they're so important, Larson. WWE and it's it's super WWE on the same level. (laughs) They use oh man, WWE and it's superstars. Uh, They really should have said as an essential brand that has been woven into the fabric. I know, I know, I know. WWE and it's superstars bring families together and deliver a sense of hope, determination, and perseverance. Oh, what a great reason to do things. So altruistic, Larson. I know. That's thinking sacrificing for the, the betterment of society. Mm-hmm, Good on yeah. WWE. However, there's nothing in this statement that specifies that they absolutely positively have to do this content live. <laughs> you could do all this and still tape your show. Yeah. Um, but I'll elaborate on some details he provided on Saturday. Uh, Wrestling Observers, Wrestling Observers Dave Meltzer on Sunday's Wrestling Observer Live says it is all about making WWE's broadcast partners happy. Mm-hmm. This way to say it. I transcribed this myself, so I'm going to read it. Uh, quote, the fear is being cut out for the violation of the contract because contract states you got to go live 49 weeks a year out of 52, and what's going to happen? And I'm sure that Fox and NBC are going to deny they ever said it, and I'm guessing they never said it, but it's a weird thing. Maybe they did say it, and that's Vince's reaction. Or maybe it's Vince thinking he's a step ahead and that he'll use that to cut 
Although Bale used that to cut his money, so he feels he has to go live. I don't know the whole thing. The only th- <laughs> I only know the contract is the reason they're going live. So he doesn't so, know it seemed like that Fox or NBC has told them you have to do this, or if it's just Vince thinking, if I don't do this, they're going to you know, pull the tablecloth out from under me, you know? That's uh, yeah. That's the part that when when Meltzer goes into, you know, maybe uh, 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 where does he said he says he said Fox and NBC are going to deny they ever said it, and I'm guessing they never did say it. But it's a weird thing. Maybe they did say it. That's where you can't you can't get into too much speculation, man, because these are big businesses that kind of don't give a shit, um, and so it is entirely likely. That they did say it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I d- I don't. I honestly I don't know. It it would mm-hmm. be incredibly bad form yeah. for them to say, "Hey, by the way, I've got this contract. You need to keep on going live. Yeah, if you can." Um, like it, every other sports league has contracts. You know, the uh, I'm saying I'm guessing uh, for live. You broadcasts. would think this would be no different. So that's why I think he's probably saying. I'm guessing they didn't say it because God, that is tacky as crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to claim, but to think, Hey, these guys, they, they would be out, you know, they would be, you know, paragons of, 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 of ethics. Um, that being said, uh, it, the, it, if they didn't say you got to do this, this reeks of desperation and it reeks oh, yeah. of a lack of leverage. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you know, man, he just got to this is like a year ago, a year and a half ago that he brokered this massive contract and now he's worried. And why would he be worried? Because his ratings aren't going up because mm-hmm. his creative is crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the bottom line, man. Yep. So I don't know. There's a lot that they're busy. We're going to go into it. Uh, yeah, it was right after this. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, WrestleVotes reports. On the vibe at the PC at the Performance Center today, saying, uh, quote, source states mood at the PC today is that of uncertainty. Many know they shouldn't be there, but realize that this is their job. And as uh, unfortunate as it may sound, they can uh, all pull out one by one and the show will still go on. WWE will always have a big enough roster to continue. I mean, they'd have to do what Ryback stated and said all wrestlers need to to walk out. Yeah. Yeah. To walk out. Um, speaking of WWE's money woes, as we just were, Wrestling Observer opt up some, offered up some details on how much money WWE may be losing with canceling live events and moving all production to the Performance Center. Apparently, they've lost 15 to $17 million on ticket sales and merchandise from canceling WrestleMania 36, uh, and they've lost, uh, and they'll be losing $300 million in revenue and $40 million in operating income if they had to cancel live events for the remainder of the year. That's a lot of money. That is a ton of money. Um, there's also one, two scheduled show. Wouldn't there have been two scheduled Saudi Arabia shows? One in February, and I... Th- yeah, just one more for the for the year. Just one more for the... Because they I just think, did... I they think... did Crown, Crown Royal was, yeah, this year. And they usually have two a year. Yeah. Okay, because they did the before they did one like right after. No, it was right before WrestleMania. Okay, okay. Yeah, they've kind of the, no, the first one. The first the first year they didn't was it? Wasn't it like wasn't the greatest Rumble Royal Rumble like right after WrestleMania? Yeah, it was. It's like three weeks after. Okay, but then they switched up to February. They've they did moved that one time a lot, and the, they usually the have like a one in the fall. Yeah. So yeah, there's one more Saudi Arabia show, mm-hmm, um, which uh, is a hefty payday on its own right. Um, of course, the XFL just folded today. They declared bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, so more money woes. And I guess the, and of course, the advantage of bankruptcy is you get out of paying your, uh, your creditors. Yeah. 
Yeah. Potentially, or at least uh, paying less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I always go back to Vince selling off those stocks. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the the it seems like financially, between that uh, XFL now stock price uh, falling to nearly oblivion. Uh, financially, the company's probably not doing that great, and it's mm. really the TV deals that's holding everything together at this point. Yeah. And uh, I, I would guess Vince is feeling pretty desperate, thinking, well, if we lose these TV deals. They're reselling that company, man. That could be that. Disney's going to Disney's gonna come in and swoop them up at a bargain. Yep. Probably a little bit more than they paid for WCW, but still. Yeah. $4.3 million so yeah it's 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 tough going right now for WWE seemingly across the board and then uh I don't know it's 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 just it's tough for everybody man it's, yeah it is it's, tough for everybody and it's it's, it's a situation it's not good. you and know I understand I mean I understand dude like you know if if you're faced with if you're under the gun and you're faced literally with your entire company Vince McMahon's going to do what he can, and mm-hmm. and you and I can both, you know, and everybody can say, "Oh, this is this is a bad idea," but uh, you know, <laughs> he's going to do what he can, and this is maybe where the roster being so big is going to come into his advantage because you know one person gets tested, okay, they're out. Test other people, everybody's fine. Okay, then bring somebody in to replace that person, and it sucks, and the shows are going to suck. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess that means I wonder. I do kind of wonder if in the TV contracts, if they detail what a live raw means what in terms of, of the show actually has to be live versus pre-taped. No. Well, y- yeah. What percentage? Yeah. Because, I mean, could you bring in, you know, uh, uh, Tom Phillips and uh, Byron Saxon? to throw to vintage footage and as long as they're live throwing it to vintage footage yeah. you know well, what percentage has to be well, live versus what can be recapped episode of raw where they showed the entire royal rumble that's an hour's worth of the show that wasn't live right yeah yeah so uh i don't know man the whole th- the whole thing is a mess the whole thing smacks of desperation i understand it because this is unprecedented and you it would really think is. i guess my thing would be you would think this was this was kind of the crazy thing is like if you recall when they were doing uh, uh, the draft, how little there's or, or I'm sorry when they were when they were negotiating the TV contracts, there seemed to be uh, when specifically with the SmackDown a Fox thing, there seemed to be not a lot of discussion at the time of the actual negotiations for the TV contract for like okay what say do we have with the roster mm-hmm. that stuff which is important didn't come until the draft when then both USA and Fox were like, okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. We both want Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, whomever. Yeah, exactly. You would think that there'd be some line of communication open now where Vince is going to say, Hey, listen, I need assurances that if we're taping this stuff for the betterment of mankind, especially our roster, uh, to make everybody look better, um, uh, you guys aren't going to screw me. You would think that those conversations would be going down before he just decides as Vince McMahon. Oh, I don't want them. You would think. Yeah. But Vince is weird. So who knows? Know, maybe, maybe he assumes even having that conversation uh, is a, is a sign of weakness on his own part. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Seem you would. I mean, it's funny. Cause like you take for granted, you'd, you'd think that these people would be, you know, communicating, but I guess that, you know, just doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, let's answer some questions. Sure. Let's kick things off with Mr. Triple Mania himself, Juan Guerrero Jr. 
he says earlier this year, rumor was WWE would be, go big this year at Survivor Series to celebrate The Undertaker's 30th anniversary. Undertaker. If he has a match on this anniversary show, who would you like his opponent to be? Uh, there's two names. Two names. Kane mm-hmm. or Shawn Michaels. Oh, no. None of those, man. Shawn Michaels should not wrestle again. No, I'm not saying he should, but I'm saying if you're looking historically, because those are, you can make the point, Undertaker's uh, two greatest rivals in his career. I know, but there's enough people. Uh, The Fiend. All right. They can figure figure out a good way to make everybody look good, win or loss. All right. Uh, Don Brewer, is it time? Well, this, well, I guess it's not his ma- last match. It's just a celebration. Don Brewer, is it time for Becky to drop her title? I thought she was going to lose to to Shayna, but yeah, I don't think it's time right now for anybody to lose any title. True, not until according to the doctors, late twenty twenty one, or according to Steve, when you can have twenty people in the building, maybe in November. <laughs> You know, that might be pushing it. Uh, Blake Elizondo. So Larson can totally buy that Undertaker can teleport out of holes and conjure fire on rooftops. And that Wyatt made Cena have a mental breakdown so hard he disappeared, but he thinks that a big spider is silly and unbelievable. Why is that? Because the big spider looked silly and unbelievable. That's why. <laughs> you put out there a, a spider that's humongous that looks realistic that I could buy into. It might be real. I would buy it into, bought into it. It looked like some piece of crap that they got at Party City. And so that's what my response is going to be. It feels like that's a pretty obvious answer. That's a silly. That's a really silly question. Uh, Nate Cunningham, three-round tournament. Matches guaranteed to go 15, 20 minutes. You get to pick eight current main roster WWE superstars. Participate in ONXT. Who do you pick? Thanks, guys. Stay safe. What? How many uh, people? Eight-man, single-elimination tournament, uh, all main roster talent. So you have Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Aleister Black, uh, Ricochet, um... Daniel Bryan, six. I've picked six. You could have two, Steve. <laughs> no, pick your two. I'm going to go with eight. Uh, oh, you're going to pick your own eight? I'm going to pick my own eight. Um, who am I missing? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Let's see oh, here. It's a good six. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, d- okay. Uh, knock. Oh, Cesaro. And Andrade. Okay, Thank so you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with guys like a sort of a mix <clears throat> of guys that are underutilized and guys that I'd want to see against the last couple guys who really aren't underutilized. All right. So I've got Ricochet, Apollo Cruz, Mustafa Ali, Chad Gable. By the way, he's Chad Gable, not Shorty G. Yeah, he's Chad uh, Gable. Cesaro, Nakamura, uh, Cedric Alexander, and Daniel Bryan. That right there, if they let those guys do their produce their own matches, oh man, just else. go out there and have like then you're making stars right here, man. You're you making right. stars. You got that right, bud. And uh, I would say Ricochet does the whole thing. Because Ricochet is like equal parts big star and underutilized. Yeah. He yeah. should be a massive star, yet he's underutilized. But that's crazy, right? For a lot of people on the roster. It's insane. Uh, B-Man, Patrick Sparks, all-day real superstar. How would the WB handle a current-day Matt Hardy Edge Lita storyline, having rehired Matt after fanfare to get them into a hot storyline for everything uh, to be mutual after? Oh yeah, that's supposed to be a thing. I read somewhere was it Wrestle Talk had it from somebody else. I think maybe that Jeff Hardy's in line for like a massive push to try oh, to yeah, prevent yeah, him from going yeah, to yeah, AEW. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, as far as this Matt Hardy, I mean, they, they would, it would be clumsy. They wouldn't handle it anywhere close to decently, and then they'd just be forgotten about. Just imagine pretty much exactly what they did with the the Lashley Lana uh, Rusev storyline, uh, and that, use that as a template, and that's probably how it'd be booked today. Jonathan, what needs to happen for Vince to come to terms that this is all a terrible, terrible idea? Uh, we had this question last week, and I think one of us said... It was on if match like, yet. If, uh, if, if it affected the money, I think I said if it, the only thing that would happen is, is if it affected the money. Didn't you say like if like all the wrestlers tested positive? Yeah. Because I, I thought that like even if they all tested positive, he would still think it's a good idea, but he'd probably be forced into not doing it. Yeah. He'd probably be like, ah, you know, oh. But uh, I think that if 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 this if the stock price shot down to like 15 bucks, yeah, that'd if, be a, pro- if, that'd be a if, problem. You know, Fox and USA were like, what are you doing? Don't do that. I'm going to cancel your show if you do this. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if anybody can convince him that it's a bad idea. I don't think he's going to think it's a bad idea, even if he gets shut down. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. As we've seen right now, the level of desperation is, is seemingly so high. Let me ask you something. What? When, when's the last time you think Vince understood that an idea of his was bad? You think it's ever happened? He's not the most self-reflective individual, so I'd be pretty surprised. Seemingly not. People, uh, people like him, I don't think that they ever admit that they have bad ideas. Like internally. Maybe. Yeah, I, I can see it as a situation where he has an idea of something and it doesn't pan out and he just kind of uh, passes the buck, so to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, go back to the Twitter here. Uh, another one for Patrick Sparks. If you can make an all-time junior heavyweight cruiserweight luchador tournament for the title of greatest ever, who would you pick? Man, that's going to be huge. you got to have Liger. Um, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, yes. He'd win the entire thing, by the way. Yeah, maybe. This is for is it this is for is this for alive or dead? It's all time, so Alive or Dead. Yeah. Uh who's the guy who was in all the movies? El Santo. San- El Santo. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero's gotta be in there. Ooh, yeah. Um Iceman Dean Malenko. Oh yeah. Some uh, d- technical wrestlers, not all high flyers. Um Tiger Mask. Got to put him in there. Uh, Dynamite Kid, you got to put him in there. Dang MQ, I think golf will be the first sport back. Social distance is pretty much the sport anyways. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. Nobody nobody gets too close to each other in in golf. Yeah, pretty much. They could totally do empty arena golf. Empty country club golf? Yeah, there you go. That's easy. Until recently, like local golf courses here were still open. They still might be. People were golfing on the, in Hawaii when that volcano was going down. Oh, yeah. There's that awesome picture. I know you've seen the picture of that guy golfing. And then in the background, there's like just plumes of lava fire going down. Oh, that's something else, man. It's a great because they use like the kind of lens where it's like, oh, it looks like it's right there, but it's literally oh, yeah, miles yeah, yeah. away. It's a telepho- telephoto lens, so it compresses the space. Uh, Lord Ziffer, would you guys rather see uh, Murphy or Alistair Black win Money in the Bank? Murphy is in Robocop or Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy. Well, my answer is RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, who would I rather see win Money Alistair in the Bank? Black. I'll be honest with you, man. Buddy Murphy. Because, like, right now, Alistair Black is in that weird period where, like, he's not interesting, but they obviously have high hopes for him. But he's not interesting anymore at all. Yeah, no. In fact, he's quite the opposite, at least before when he had his mystique and he wouldn't talk that much. When he did talk, it was like, oh, man, he's got some gravitas. Yeah, now does. it's like all fake gravitas. It's funny gravitas. how that happens when, when wrestlers go to the main roster. Um, I'm, a, I'm saying Alistair for this primary reason. I can see Vince being convinced to put it on Buddy. And then like two days later, uh he thinks he makes a huge mistake, and then Buddy either uh, cashes in and loses it, or or we get a Mr. Kennedy type situation just because Vince changes his mind. Can't disagree with that. Can't can't disagree with that. Uh, factoid: At what point do you think WWE should retire the Fiend due to diminishing returns, or do you believe the Fiend gimmick has legs for a longer run as a gimmick? Depends how fresh they can keep it, and, and if they could add dimension, uh, make it unpredictable at points. I is mean, the, like, is the premise that the fiend is 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 lackluster right now? Because I think coming off that mania match, he's awesome. I was going to say. I mean, no one expected that at mania, um, and uh, uh, I I feel like that just whatever. Uh, uh, if the character was struggling, um, I feel like 
that whole segment gave it gave the this new Bray Wyatt a ton of life because there's so many avenues they can explore just doing that kind of stuff, and and following that template sort of, but also uh, exploring new dynamics, new uh, aspects of both Bray Wyatt and whomever he's in a feud against, you know. Yeah, like it's not like the Undertaker never got stale. Never got st- like Undertaker got stale plenty of times. You know, yeah. it's yeah. not like it's like hey, this is this is a solid gimmick right here. You know, it's like even if even if he's having matches or even if he's in programs that really aren't that great, who cares? It's really it's a solid gimmick. Like mm-hmm. you don't get you don't give that up. Nope, nope. Uh, Greg Morris, what wrestler would shockingly win the brawl for all today, and would Baron be the guy bragging backstage and inspire it? No, I don't feel like Baron at this point is braggadocious like that. I don't think I think Baron's probably I think Baron is you know his weird predilections for, you know, purchasing body parts aside um and heads. Uh something tells me Baron is number 1 a pretty smart guy mm-hmm. and uh I don't know. I could see Baron eventually becoming a locker a locker room leader. I really could. I think he's got the confidence. Like this, the fact that he, that that story I'll always go back to of him speaking up about concussions during like a meeting about concussions where yeah. the WWE guy was talking about concussions and he was like, "No, hold on, that doesn't. It's not how it works." I always thought it was cool. Yeah, um, he's not afraid to stand up for for things. You know, we've made the 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 comparison to Miz um, in terms of how he'll be appreciated on camera, but I think maybe backstage as well. I don't know how Miz initially viewed as a locker room leader per se. But there is, you know, obviously a point in his career where he was not well liked, and maybe Baron, and seemingly Baron was at that point a couple of years back when John Cena humiliated him at SummerSlam, and it seems like he may have learned his lesson. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about the story about that. Because it's just um, a concussion thing that not that, that doesn't necessarily seem like, oh, Baron was out of hand. That was just him. You know, he was. I don't know what point of view he was speaking from. Was it his own experience? Was it some 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 other science that he had read about? I don't know how well versed he is in things. So depending on that, you could say, well, maybe he was in the, you know, in the right speaking up, or maybe he was, you know, you don't want to to pat the guy in the back for potentially spreading disinformation, you know. I don't know if if John Cena was. I mean, we've never heard about. Have we heard about like heat on Baron backstage? Yeah, it was back all, like the, you know, during that whole stretch. It was along that whole period of time where that news came up about him speaking out about the concussion. There was like heat on him backstage for like social media behavior and crap like that. Mm, oh, I remember when he was talking crap about, but but I don't know if that was like amongst his peers or just from like the front remember. office. It seemed like he might have made some missteps like in terms of the front office. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all pure speculation. I don't want to exactly. bury that. Yeah, anyway, uh, the wrestler that could shockingly win Brawl for All today. I got it. It's Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Nobody would expect it, but he's legitimately an MMA guy. Yeah. And so it's like... He looks tough now with all his tattoos. Well, that's even the, the other thing is that he doesn't. <laughs> he looks horrible with those tattoos, which would make it even more shocking. But God, could you imagine if he just annihilates people? I know. I know. Uh, real uh, Jamie, who on the current roster will become the next big part timer? Uh, he says, I'll think he thinks it'll be Daniel Bryan or, or Seth Rollins. Totally with Daniel Bryan if what he said a while back was right. Uh, his contract's up in a, in a few weeks. He takes the time off. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to start doing the Brock schedule. I don't think Seth Rollins is ever going to be a part-timer. No. Like, dude, he's going to be, like, when did Orton debut 18 years ago? Like, 2002, I think? Mm-hmm. And he's still, I, I get that he's on the Orton schedule, but we see him a lot. Yeah. And I think Rollins is going to go that route, but it'll be like. The only thing I think that might, Seth would have to change his style to get to that point. Because the thing about Randy, he doesn't wrestle 
a a, a demanding style like Seth does. He's not doing any high. Do you really stuff. think Seth style is that demanding? It's he's dialed back a bit, but still doing all the suicide dives and jumping off the top ropes and especially the sunset flip power bombs. Uh, that takes its toll. And he's His already had suicide seven. dive is like the laziest suicide dive. All I'm saying is that uh, Seth has already had like what two knee injuries. One yeah, of them pretty he, major. Yeah, but those were both kind of. What was the the, the one with Kane? Well, the one that with, was the one that blew out his knee, and the other one was Samoa Joe when he put him in the in the Coquina clutch. Oh, that's he right. Yeah, and he tw- he tore the ligament on the. I hate when he picks people up for the, of the knee or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I, I hate when. Yeah, I just feel like Seth's style is a bit more demanding on his. And he's not as big as Randy. Randy's what six four. And I won't disagree this that his style is is more demanding than Orton's. I just don't think it's like that demanding. Doesn't seem like it, anyways. Uh, and yeah, I think he'll probably change it up. But he'll change. He'll the thing about Seth Rollins is that if there's there's anybody so tuned in to like how to extend their career, I think it's going to be Rollins. It could be. I think like thirty years from now, he's still going to be. He'll be like wrestling three hundred matches a year. Probably not, but still. Uh, either Jesus or Jesus, what util- underutilized talent become the next indie sensation? So uh, someone on WB now uh, leaves because of uh, underutilization. Okay, so the template for that is Drew McIntyre. That's yeah. like the top, right? Yeah. Is there anybody now that you could think of that could be? I would love to say Apollo Crews. Yeah, Talent's there. I don't know if he's the kind of guy who'd show up the next day and be a complete, as Foley says, a completely different human being. I don't see that with Apollo. I don't know. That's why I said that's what, that would be my hope. Like he asked for his release, got it, uh, and then had that complete reinvention. Hold on. Where's the, uh, where is, let me see the roster. All right, you do that. I'll, I'll ask another question. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tim Owens, how will the wrestling business look if things are closed until 2021? Bleak, yeah, not bleak. Great. But then here's the thing: when it comes back, assuming be, that there there are any companies to come back, it'll be huge. Could be huge. It'll be huge. Andrew Sting versus Taker Boneyard match style thoughts. Thumbs up for me. God, what are we gonna do for the next year? Sixteen months. <laughs> well, there's a lot of WrestleManias and old pay per views. Oh man. Uh, James, what WB show is going to benefit most from having a live crowd off after all this ends? All of them. All the shows are going to benefit from having live crowds. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Uh, Rebecca English, how is the revival going to debut in AEW? How do you think they should debut? Ideally, they'll wait until <sighs> until there's crowds again, but they're not going to sit around for another year and a half. So, uh, I don't know. Say yeah. You hear a say yeah. I know it's not going to be their theme they have. What? You think they're gonna, you're going to hear a say yeah? They apparently tried the trademark say yeah. Do the Revival really need say yeah? Yeah, they do, man. They really don't. Oh, man. Their, <laughs> their theme was so iconic. Here's the thing. Okay, so yeah, it is. It's a really good theme. It's a really good theme. But it's not like when they're in the ring, they'll say that. It's not like it's one of their catchphrases at all. It's simply in their their theme song at the very beginning yeah and wh- how does that not get you hyped for the or for ftr man what gets me hyped is is the the matches not true you live yourself a good entrance if you're saying, i do yeah. i do you know what what's his face uh uh scott dawson don't tell me is now dax 
Hardwood? Yeah. Or okay. Harwood. Harwood. Uh, his swagger, the way he walks to his theme song, they need to get they need to get whoever in TNA did all those entrance themes like the end like the NWO NWO theme. Yeah. That sounded like it's like, wait a second, how do they get the Oh, it's not the NWO theme. Whoever did that needs to get the same tempo and yeah. the same type of like drum beat or whatever it is to do it because that it that that's everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Tim Morris create eight teams for the next mixed match challenge. No, that's too many. Don't read that question. That's too many people. All right, pick one team. Just one team. That's too many people touching each other, too. Well, well Charlotte, it's obviously tomorrow. Charlotte and Andrade. Oh, yeah. They should do uh, uh, Alistair and uh, Zelina Vega, too. Uh, Nast, if you had to pick... I'm not reading these questions before I ask. I'm just going right to it. Uh, Nast, if you could, you had to pick one current WB mid-card talent to have a months-long program with Drew over the WB title in the post-mania doldrum, similar to Corbin feuding with Seth last year, who would it be? It'd be Jinder Mahal. It'd be Jinder. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Anthony Valentine, should Dijakovic and Dexter Loomis form a tag team to have a feud since they, they both like eyes. Feast your eyes, and Loomis is always watching. No, Dexter Loomis should not team with anybody. You know what they should do with Loomis? Team him with people, and then the next week, that person has disappeared. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, bring in jobber after jobber after jobber. Exactly. This is uh, a new tag team, mate, you know? And, uh, oh, the next week, nobody, nobody's heard from that guy. They've disappeared. Uh, Jason Lewis of Cena is Hollywood Hogan. Who are his Hall, Nash, and Six? If Cena is Hollywood Hogan. Well, necessitate the Young Bucks coming over from AEW. Showing up on uh, WB like some sort of invasion thing. The Outsiders. Yeah. And then Cena would be the Hogan. And then uh, it'd be, uh, uh, I guess, Page. Hangman Page is six. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. I have no idea on this roster. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We go hard. What is this? Raw, Do some uh, raw, highlighted raw, messages here. Or SmackDown. Who could be Bo Dallas? I wonder if he could transform into another person. Maybe. I think he could. I totally think he could. I think my answer is Bo Dallas. All right. Uh, Harry Flynn says, Kelly Kelly responded to me on Twitter last week. Congratulations, Harry Flynn. I think Um, I read those other ones. Did you do Red Enigma? 
yeah. It's oh, okay, I just know I couldn't watch any anything Saudi in Saudi Arabia shows if you know if I was drunk. That's all I'm saying. Did you oh yeah, I gotcha. Mr. Dubs, uh, Damien Priest, women. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I think it was in response to what question were we asked about? Oh, the brawl for all. <laughs> Surprise winners. <laughs> Damien Priest women. Uh, Jonathan says, today is Cesaro Appreciation Day. As anointed by the New Day on their podcast, what's your favorite Cesaro moment? Isn't yours when he destroyed the beach ball? Yeah, that was great. That when he wrestled half a match with his teeth jammed up his gums. Oh, I'd say his his feud and subsequent team up with Sheamus. His feud with Sheamus, was, that was great. Destruction of beach balls is tops. Uh, Jonathan again Vince needs to be forced into self-reflection I feel this calls for a Firefly Funhouse match with Vince that'd be great yeah that'd be good that'd be really good Adrian C uh, says uh, what four or five wrestlers would be in John Cena's NWO but back from that time period so go back to 1996 what would they be coming over from TNA TNA didn't exist in 1996 oh wait so Cena exists in 96 now I guess so yeah Okay. Let's uh, replace Hulk Hogan with John Cena. It's the same thing, yeah. It'd exactly. be the same thing, yeah, because it'd still be hauling that. The Hall motivation of the story would still be the same. It'd just be Cena <laughs> instead of Hogan. People would be like, who is this guy? Why is this 10 year old coming out right now? Yeah, I know. Uh, Volick Music, do you think Vince thinks he screwed up by giving the green light to the Brawl for All? No. No, if he wanted to do it again, no. <laughs> he wanted to do it again, so no. He probably loved it. He probably was laughing his ass off. Oh, probably. Uh, favorite. What customer. do you think? Yeah. What I wish. I really wish they would have said. What do you think Vince's reaction was when Bart Gunn knocked out Doctor Death? He probably was not. Because happy. Russo said that he couldn't. No, it wasn't for that one. It was when the Bradshaw knockout happened that he he said I couldn't contain my emotions, which means that he popped probably at near the gorilla position. Yeah. Uh, favorite customer Seth and Miz formed a faction called Company Guys. Who else should join? Who, who are like the most? Well, we gotta have John Cena on there. He's like total company guy. He's Mister Company Guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't Roman in that faction too? Although I guess maybe not. If he like said sort of f you, I'm not gonna do WrestleMania the day before. Yeah. Roman's a Roman guy. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dang MQ, the interim cruiserweight championship tournament competitors, yay or nay? The field yeah, looks I'm great. I'm I'm good with that. I was actually really happy with the names. I like that Jake Atlas is in there. It's a yeah. good mix of established guys and new uh, guys. Uh, El Hijo del Fantasma is in it too. Oh really? Oh that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh I didn't see the other block. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha book eight person G one series with almost only former presidents. Who's in what block? What are the finals? Who goes over? So you want the biggest names matching up in the finals, right? Yeah. So you got Are you Abe Lincoln. this in any sort of a- athletic uh, background, though? Because I'm like, Abe Lincoln used to be a wrestler. Wasn't Taft a wrestler, too? Lincoln, Taft. Um, I think you want Teddy Roosevelt in there. Uh, Ford. He's a, at least a former Ford. collegiate athlete. Yeah. If this is a, if our basis is like their athletic prowess, then, yeah, those are the names. Yeah. Yeah. Not who was actually like the best president. Yeah. No, we're going wrestlers. Yeah. Guys who could wrestle. And how many is that? Four? We got four. All right. Uh, wasn't Kennedy an athlete before he busted his back in World War II? Maybe. Probably. Probably Kennedy. 
I wonder if LBJ did football. LBJ seems like the kind of guy who is athletic. Yeah, it could be. Uh, well, I mean, like the candidates would play uh, uh, touch football. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says here. I'm just looking at his uh, Wikipedia entry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Man, Lyndon Baines Johnson, born 1908. Let's see here. Uh, oh, he, now Johnson was an awkward, talkative youth who was elected president of his 11th grade. Oh, he, so he played baseball. So now nah, he's out. He's out. Yeah, I don't think Kennedy had much of an athletic career. What about uh, Grover Cleveland? Oh, yeah. Kennedy tried out for football, golf, and swimming teams. And only he tried his... out, or did he actually get them? Tried out. He earned a spot on the varsity swimming team, so he's a swimmer. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so Grover Cleveland. This kind of sounds like a wrestler. Described him as full of fun and inclined to play pranks. And fond of outdoor sports. That dude is all about the good rib. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, man, Cleveland's in. On top of that, he was president twice, but (laughs) non-consecutively. That was weird. I think, wasn't he? No, was that somebody else? No, it was was Cleveland, I believe. Was that him? Yeah, I believe so. In office. Oh, Eisenhower. You got to put Eisenhower in there. He's a football player. Let's see here. Yeah, March... Yeah, March 1889, then again in 1893. That's so weird. Then I think he was, uh, wasn't he like a Supreme Court justice? Oh, wow. Jimmy Carter uh, was on his high school tennis and basketball teams, competed in track and field as a pole vaulter, and played American Legion baseball. That's tight. That's cool. All right. Anyways, that's our field right there. All right. It's kind of a mess. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Hey, coming up in a little bit for uh, all patrons and all YouTube channel members are going to have Overrun, where I get to play some Grand Theft Auto. Yay. And then we'll figure something out. We're going to power rank something. We're going to power, power rank, rank today, something, man. Yeah. yeah, we got power rank something. We're, We're going to power rank... Uh, what should we power rank? Something about the virus. Power rank... Power rank uh, first cities to get live wrestling back. All right. Which which should be the first city to get live wrestling back? I'll do some research. All right. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, God, I told you not to bug. I got you a coloring book, so you wouldn't bug me. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.